0: The Tale of Miss Tiggy Winkle and Mr. Jeremy Fisher by Beatrix Potter. Once upon a time there was a little girl called Lucy who lived at a farm called Little Town. She was a good little girl, on sh- only she was always losing her handkerchiefs. That's three hankies and a pinafore. Oh dear. Have you seen them, Tabby Kitten? The kitten went on washing her white paws. "'So Lucy asked a speckled hen, "'Sally Henny Penny, have you found three pocket hankies?' "'But the speckled hen ran away, clucking. "'Then Lucy asked Cock Robin. "'He looked sideways at Lucy with his bright black eyes "'and flew over a stile and away. "'Lucy scrambled up the hill behind Little Town "'as fast as her stout legs would carry her. "'Excuse me, sir.' "'Lucy asked Mr. Jeremy Fisher. "'Have you seen my pocket hankies or even a pinafort?' "'I'm afraid not, young lady,' he replied. "'Then Lucy saw some pieces of white on the hillside. "'They might just be my pocket hankies,' she said. "'Presently, Lucy came to a spring "'bubbling out from the hillside. "'Goodness, who would have put such a tiny bucket there?' it's no bigger than an egg cup and look at those little foot marks remarked lucy she followed the footprints until she reached a little door in the hillside lucy knocked once twice and a little frightened voice called out oh who's that i'm lucy i didn't mean to startle you but who are you and have you seen my pocket hankies Oh, yes, if you please. My name is Miss Tiggy Winkle. Please do make yourself comfortable, said the little person as she started to iron something. What's that? asked Lucy. That's not my pocket hanky. Oh, no, Miss Tiggy Winkle replied. That's a little scarlet waistcoat belonging to Cock Robin. And if you please, that's a damask table cloth belonging to Jenny Wren." "'There's one of my pocket hankies,' said Lucy, "'searching through the clothes basket. "'And look, there's my penny!' "'Fancy that!' said Miss Tiggywinkle. "'They were there all the time. "'I'll just put the iron over them.' "'There!' exclaimed Miss Tiggywinkle, "'proudly holding up Lucy's newly ironed penny. "'Oh, that is lovely!' said Lucy gratefully. "'Goodness!' what are they asked lucy pointing to some long yellow things that's a pair of stockings belonging to sally henny there's another hanker sniff but it's red said lucy that one belongs to miss rabbit and it did so smell of onions i've had to wash it separately and these are woolly coats belonging to the little lambs at skegley now then I always have to starch these little dicky-shirt fronts. They're Tom Titmouses, and he's most terribly particular. I'll just hang these up to air. I'd take it very kindly if you would hand the things up to me. Lucy held up a tattered blue jacket. Now that's a story, said Miss Tiggywinkle. Young Master Peter Rabbit had a narrow escape from... "'Mr. McGregor's garden, but his jacket was left behind, "'and what with the rain and all. "'With all the washing hung up to dry, "'Miss Tiggywinkle and Lucy sat down to take some tea. "'Then they tied up all the clothes in bundles "'and set off to deliver the clean washing. "'All the little animals and birds were very much obliged "'to dear Miss Tiggywinkle, "'and when they came to the bottom of the hill,' "'There was nothing left to carry except one little bundle that belonged to Jeremy Fisher. "'I do believe I saw him fishing when I was searching for my hankies,' said Lucy, "'as they approached the little house by the pond. "'Ladies, ahoy,' greeted Mr. Jeremy Fisher. "'I was just about to leave your clean washing and collect from the porch as usual,' said Miss Tiggywinkle.' Ah, yes. I mean, no, dear lady, said Mr. Jeremy, as Miss Tiggywinkle held up his torn Macintosh. Little mishap, or more an accident, very nearly fatal, skin of my teeth and all that. A really frightful thing it would have been had I not been wearing my Macintosh. But let me start from the beginning. And Mr. Jeremy jeremy began to tell his story the day had started so well for mr jeremy fisher ah nice drop of rain but good fishing today i shouldn't wonder i will get some worms and catch a dish of minnows for my dinner if i catch more than five fish i'll invite my friends mr alderman tortoise and sir isaac newton now then "'My Macintosh and galoshes. "'Hmm, where did I leave my sandwiches?' "'Mr. Jeremy Fisher set off with hops to to the place where he kept his boat. "'I know just the place for minnows,' he said, and pushed the boat into open water. "'He settled himself cross-legged and arranged his fishing tackle. "'The rain trickled down his back, and for nearly an hour,' He stared at the float. "'This is getting tiresome. "'I foresee, I fear, an adjustment to the dinner menu. "'I will eat a butterfly sandwich and wait till the shower is over.' "'But then a great water beetle came up underneath the lily leaf "'and tweaked the toe of one of Mr. Jeremy's galoshes. "'You beastly creature,' he complained.' then he heard a splash from the bank i trust that is not a rat he said crossly is there no peace to be had anywhere and he punted off to find a quieter spot then a little girl asked him if he'd seen her lost hankies i'm afraid not young lady he replied Dear me, whatever would I be doing with pocket hankies and pinaforts? Indeed, he chuckled. But then there was a bobbing of the float, a tugging of the line. A minnow, a minnow! I have him by the nose. Hooray! But Mr. Jeremy Fisher got a horrible surprise. He had landed little Jack Sharp, the stickleback. Ouch, Jack Sharp! What are you doing on the end of my line? Get off my boat this instant. Mr. Jeremy sat disconsolately on the edge of his boat, worrying about what he would give his guest for dinner. Then suddenly, a much worse thing happened. A great, big, enormous trout came up, Cur flop and seized Mr. Jeremy with a snap. Then it turned and dived down to the bottom of the pond. But luckily the trout did not like the taste of Mr. Jeremy Fisher's Macintosh and spat him out again. He scrambled out onto the nearest bank. Never, never have I been so glad to see the light of day, he gasped. What a mercy it was, not a pike. Just took "'Just look at my best Macintosh, all in tatters.' "'Ah, and that is what happened,' finished Mr. Jeremy Fisher. "'It was a nightmare, I assure you. you. Truly frightful.' "'Oh, mercy me!' exclaimed Miss Tiggywinkle anxiously. "'Oh, Miss Lucy,' said Miss Tiggywinkle, "'here are Mr. Jeremy Fisher's guests. We must be on our way.' "'I will do my best with your things, sir,' Mr. Jeremy and his friends sat down to dinner. "'Perhaps we might take a glass of pond wine with our roast grasshopper and ladybird sauce.' "'And Miss Tiggy Winkle hurried home, not stopping to give Lucy a bill for the washing. "'Lucy watched her as she went and wondered, "'But where's your cap and your shawl and your gown?' If I didn't know better, Miss Tiggywinkle, I would think that you were nothing but a hedgehog. The end.